This is near the half, do you say half penny or half penny? I always want to say half penny. Do you say half penny bridge? Being if, Irish. If you stop asking the same question over and over, I'll give you an answer. Well, I can't see you your face, penny? so you I, penny or I don't know if you're starting to, I don't know if you're starting to, this is why you shouldn't go to Ireland. This is why you don't. <laughs> stop talking, stop talking. It's, Start talking. It's hey, Penny. <laughs> pretend, really? Pretend, yeah, pretend like that inverted comma or whatever it is is a Y. Hey, Penny. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. Well, it's the Irish way to say it. I guess they didn't ask me, did they? They didn't no, say hey, No, they did not consult you when they decided that hundreds of years ago. <laughs> they will when I marry rich. I'll be, I'll be consulted on these things. <laughs> of our 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland from Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name is Caitlin. I lived in Belfast for five months, and it was the best experience I've ever had, hands down. And my name is Joe, and I am currently in Monavay in County Galway. And I also was born and raised in Galway, too. So <laughs> We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a great destination. I know I say this every episode, but there really is something for everyone there, and we're hoping to prove that. We have various themes we'll focus on, and within those themes, we'll count up from 1 all the way through 250. Our current theme is filming locations in Ireland, and today, reason number 20 is old-timey movies. Old-timey movies. Old-timey. I like that little phrase. Yeah. Why? What's what's so good about it? I don't know. It just it's cute, old timey. I don't know. It's fun. It Better makes me think of time. like old Hollywood kind of thing, which is kind of what we're going for. But I will say we've debated Joe about what makes something old, right? Uh, what makes it, you know, and and so we're we're going from what like 1950 is right around the time when the first movie comes out, and what we say 1992. Right around there? 1992 is our cutoff point. And having having seen the movie in question, basically, because there is one movie that we were kind of debating over whether it should be old-timey or newer, and I actually watched that movie over the weekend, and I am very happy with our decision. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Yes, I saw it years ago, but yeah, I totally agree completely. So I've been researching, and Joe definitely uh, you nerded out a bunch last week. So uh, I, think we, I think we both are, are ready to go here. So we're going to start off with The Quiet Man, filmed in Kong. Um, this is starring John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara, the beautiful Maureen O'Hara. It was released in 1952, and it received an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture. Now, Joe, have you seen The Quiet Man? I have. I it, was, have right? it was a couple of years ago now, but yeah, I definitely watched it. Okay, okay. So I, I quite huge. enjoyed it. It's it was huge in Kong. It was definitely yeah. an old-timey movie, but I was in Kong, like, oh, well, perfect. Let's, let's pick an age here. I was nine, let's say, uh, <laughs> between nine we'll and go twelve. With nine. And I just, I really liked the feel of the village. It was just really, really nice. I think I probably mentioned this before, but I think my father and his football team were there for a meal before a game. So I was just out walking around the village. I didn't really know, I didn't know anything about The Quiet Man, what it was, that it was filmed there, anything like that. But I just really liked the feel of the village. It's nice and picturesque and 
We went, yes. into, we went into the local shop, myself and my brother, and bought some penny sweets and started feeding the ducks with them. And oh. they seemed to like them. So, yeah. <laughs> Making the ducks That's stick. my abiding memory of Kong. My uncle also <laughs> has a has a vacation home there down oh, down awesome. by the lake, I think. But I've only been down there once. I've never really stayed there, but it's just really, really okay. nice. So, yeah. Yeah, we took, a, we took a bus tour. Um, we were there for maybe a few hours or so. It was one of our stops, and it's a really charming village. It's very quaint, and you can't go there and not hear about Kong. That's or, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't go to Kong and not hear about the Quiet Man. It's, it's one of their big things, and for good reason. So uh, let's dive into this movie a little bit more. It centers around John Wayne's character, Sean, who's a retired boxer. Sean decides to return to the village um, in Ireland where he was born, and it's there where he meets Maureen O'Hara's character, Mary Kate. Mary and now, Kate Janahar. Mary, Mary Kate, indeed. And now you hear about this, you know, and you're like, oh, it must be this perfect little happily ever after kind of tale. Well, let me tell you, uh, check out the trailer from back in the day, and there's just scene after scene of Maureen basically getting, like, knocked down and shoved by John Wayne, and it cuts to the narrator then going, it's a wonderful picture, and it's just so 1950s. I mean, come on now. Yeah, it it was something I couldn't wrap my head around when I was watching it, because there's, like, one scene that is definitely supposed to be funny where he drags her for miles by the yes. hair on her head <laughs> it's just yes. i was kind it's of awful. laughing because i knew it was supposed to be funny but at the same time i was like there is no way this would be funny but then you feel like a horrible days. human being for yeah. laughing right <laughs> but yeah, was, once i kind of got past that part of what i did i kind of realized that it was a great movie <laughs> so now now let me ask you and we're probably going to go through this for every one of these movies uh what do you think about her maureen's Irish accent, or her attempt at an Irish accent in this movie. My question for you was, where was Maureen O'Hara born? I thought she was born in America, no? Irish-born American actress. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) I watched this. I watched this, and I thought, oh, my God, her accent is terrible. (laughs) I guess guess you just don't like Irish accents. Well, maybe that, or maybe it's just like you've you made me this like negative Nancy, where I'm just used to calling everybody out on their on their fake attempt and be like, no, no, not good enough, not good enough. Joe wouldn't approve. Well, all right then. I guess I learned something today. <laughs> um, it's going to be a museum for Maureen O'Hara built at Fine's Flying Boat Museum. There's going to be a, a Maureen oh, O'Hara nice. wing there. So. That's nice. how Irish she is. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's, she's very Irish. Irish then. So. And, I, and I probably pissed off a lot of real hair fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize, everybody. Uh, fun fact, uh, we did talk about the Irish language a few episodes ago. It's actually spoken a little bit in this film, and it's one of the only Hollywood movies to ever include it. Maureen goes to a priest um, while he's fishing, and she's trying to get his attention about something that's very important, and he just won't listen. So she asks if she can speak in Irish, and then he definitely pays attention. So kind of a little fun tidbit there. Nice. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's a moment, Joe, I don't know if you knew this, but it's at the very end of the film where Maureen, or Mary-Kate, as we should say, that's the character, she whispers something to John Wayne or Sean, and no one knows what she said. It's this really, really big, um, you know, uh, 
I don't know, eyebrow raiser kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The director wanted her to say something that would get a genuine reaction. And years later, she admitted it was something very rude and, and well. just, you know, oh, gasp, that kind of thing. Um, he insisted that she say it. She didn't really want to. Um, so the understanding was that she'd say it and it would stay between the director, John Wayne, and her, just between the three of them. Um, and they would never tell a soul what it is. And she had been prodded about it ever since. And she has she had never said anything. Um, there's a video clip on YouTube of her talking about this. And the camera pans in on that scene. So if you really <laughs> want to take part and try to use your detective skills, you can uh, do a little lip-reading attempt, but as far as I'm concerned, it's an Irish film mystery. I feel like there's enough people on the internet that have probably tried to figure that out, that they've they've made a good oh, attempt. Oh, I'm sure they have. Just just look at the comments, and you'll, you'll have hours of entertainment, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, moving on to movie set destinations, uh, we have to note that the story is set in the community of Inishbree, which isn't an actual thing in real life, um, but it's not to be confused with the Lake Isle of Inishbree, which is a real thing <laughs> on the psycho leechum border. That's WB8 so, country. So. It is. It is. Yes. Uh, but there are some real places that you can see. Uh, Cohen's Pub, featured in the movie. Weirdly, it was actually a grocery store in Kong, uh, but then after the film was released, it became a souvenir shop because of all the draw. And today, it's an actual pub complete with a replica of the interior that you'll see in the film. Uh, so, kind of fun. Kind of fun going to yep. find. Uh, you'll also find places like the Dying Man's House, Reverend Playfair's House, St. Mary's Catholic Church. These are all real places you can check out. And we got it. Uh, I feel like you're wanting to say something, Joe. I, I am a little bit, Joe. The um, <laughs> cottage that's at the centerpiece of it. Um does still exist, but just about it actually went into ruin um, mm. in the time okay. since it was filmed there. And there's been there's been some fights over ownership and over whether it should be demolished or whether it should be restored and stuff like that. I see. So I think I the, see. the last thing I read on it, I think, was that they did manage to save it. And they were I'm not sure if they were going to restore it or not, but it wasn't going to be demolished off the face of the earth. But it has fallen right. into quite a bit of disrepair, which is which is sad because it's such a such an integral it's part sad. of the, the movie itself. And the movie is such an integral part of the, the village. So it is, it's sad. But yeah, hopefully right, they'll, right. Hopefully they'll see well, it restoring it someday. It'd be nice. Sure, sure. You figure in 1952, you know, I mean, my gosh, I'm sure the thing was there even before then. So, yeah, it's time will do that. Uh, so the village in Kong, as we kind of touched upon a little bit, is a, a beautiful, charming, um, just really, really nice. It's very, I would say, quintessentially Irish. That's the impression I got, at least as an American, having, having you know, gone over to Ireland and everything. Mm -hmm. um, great place to visit, and it was a very, very big um, area for filming. Uh, it's located on an island in the west of Ireland straddling the borders of counties Galway and Mayo. Yeah, so that's Another the, little that, the island thing is very interesting because it's actually kind of surrounded by two rivers, I think, but it does technically yes. form an island, which is which is cool because yes. it's you know it's way exactly. inland. It's not on the coast or anything. But it's it's great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that I had to I had to Google a map and, and think, what? I don't remember, you know, I didn't take a boat or anything to get yeah. here. But exactly, yes, you're very right. 
Um, and another little tidbit for you, it was the home of Sir William Wilde, who was, oh, I don't know, a little guy named Oscar Wilde's father. So uh, just a fun fact for you. The home of Ashford Castle is another area that's very important um, for filming locations and another spot you can check out. We'll talk about this more in a minute or two, but Ashford Castle is a tourist attraction in its own right. Then you've got Thor Valley Lee, also the home of a little poet named W.B. Yeats. Might have talked about him before a few episodes back. And there are various areas of Galway and Connemara as well, which you can check out. You'd want to go there even if you weren't looking for movie destinations just because they're completely beautiful and gorgeous in their own rights. Uh, anything to say, Joe? It's, it's hard because I can't see you, so I don't know if you're about to open your mouth. <laughs> yes, I am, and I'll, I'll, I'll try and take a deep breath anytime. Am I have anything to say? Here you go. But, no, I was I was out in Connemara yesterday and the day before doing some touring. So jealous. And I wasn't so in Kong, unfortunately, but I was way, way, way out on the coast. Um, I actually toured all the way from Cashel up to Ackill Island, which was... Pretty oh. sweet. So I saw a lot, a lot of the Connemara area, and it is doing quote-unquote work, right? Or, <laughs> it's work. Um, it is. <laughs> I think we're going to talk about it a little bit later in something. I can't remember which movie we're talking about later, but oh yeah, we are talking about it later. Some of that area, so I won't get into it too much. But yeah. <laughs> so some other places you can check out for uh, pertaining to filming locations for this movie. There is the Quiet Man Cottage Museum. You can walk around and get a feel as though you are actually on set uh, with the actors themselves. It was designed to be an exact replica of the Winter Mornin Cottage. You get to see furnishings, costumes, and artifacts. And it was actually visited many times by the movie stars themselves. Uh, then you've got Ashford Castle, which I know I mentioned a little bit earlier. It's shown in the background of the opening credit sequence. Absolutely phenomenal, absolutely beautiful. We have talked about this before, so we won't dive in it too much. But you can watch the movie actually there weekly on Thursdays. So not only was it in the uh, film itself, but you can go to this glamorous castle, just majestic in so many ways, and you can sit in this beautiful, old-time feeling theater and watch the movie itself. And then walk um, the and see some of the stuff that you saw just saw in the movie. Exactly, exactly. As I mentioned, the, the theater is beautiful. It's got this really swanky-looking, uh, you know, these, these red velvet seats, and there are old movie posters all over, and you really do. You feel like you're in another time. So very fancy, very fancy indeed. Anything else you want to say on this uh, I think classic? I'm, I think I'm ready to move on to the next movie. You think you're ready? Do you want to take this one, or shall I, shall I keep on... Using that radio voice. You're the the one with the radio voice. I'll just chip in with what I've got as I go on. (laughs) All right. So the next one on our list we've got is Ryan's Daughter. Um, Scenes for this movie were filmed in the Dingle Peninsula, another amazing destination to see, even if you couldn't care less about this movie. Dingle Peninsula is phenomenal, but we'll get into that one. No, I actually watched it the day I was flying to Ireland. I, I had some time because I'm not exactly a... Oh. A panicked traveler, so I watched this movie and I watched the sure, next movie we're going to sure. talk about as well. So I did my research, oh. but I was reading fancy, some fancy. Reviews. I like it. Yeah, no, I was reading some reviews for this movie while I was watching it because I was like, 
is there going to be a payoff to this or not? And I knew I, I was kind of enjoying it. I didn't, you know, I didn't hate it. It was just really long and it was probably a little slow. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I really wanted to, but I just, I just couldn't get into it. I tried. I watched. Know, maybe not as long as you did, but. Yeah. No, I watched the trailer and I realized that the director that, that did that was, um, you know, he did a lot of good movies. He did Dr. Zhivago he and did. a couple of others. So then I was reading the reviews, and this one was supposed to be his, his really disappointing one, and people were yes, very sad But I've heard also most recently that um, the newer crop of film reviewers are saying that they were maybe a little bit harsh, and this is a, a forgotten classic. So I'm not I feel sure. like that's a, yeah, and I feel like that's a theme with, many works of art, you know, like when The Great Gatsby came out, not to get all totally different uh, <laughs> books opposed to movie or supposed to movies, but like when that came out, it got very bad reviews. And yeah. it was like, oh my God, is this that Scott Fitzgerald's worst, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And now here we are, you know, making movies about it, talking about it, teaching it in classes. So yeah. whole other topic, not going to dive into that. Let's dive into the movie itself and actually talk about it, shall we? So it's starring Robert Mitchum, Sarah Miles, John Mills and Christopher Jones. Now, I had not heard of any of those people before this movie. Had you, Joe? I had heard of Robert Mitchum. Okay. And okay. I, I googled Sarah Miles to check out what what else she was in because what I all she had done. Yeah. Thought she was quite attractive, to be honest. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's instead of right there to do more research, right? <laughs> So, so the movie is set in 1916, and it tells the story of a married Irish woman, Rosie Ryan, what an adorable name, uh, who has an affair with a British officer during what World War I. What an adorable thing to do. Adorable, adorable. <laughs> just, you know, just cheat on your husband. No big deal. It's so cute of you. Rosie is born with her life in the fictional village of the Dingle Peninsula, which is, is it Killary? Killary? I can't actually ever remember it being pronounced. I, I don't can't, know. But. I can't remember either, and now here we are pissing off more movie fans. We are the worst. It's fine. Exactly. We are the worst. Anyway, what to say? Curry. How about that? What kind of kind of Curry. She's bored with her life, um, and so she is looking for some excitement, you know. Uh, publicly, she supports the recently suppressed Easter Rising, very crucial part in Irish history, but secretly, she serves the British as an informer. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and you know what? That is Little, not, not totally true. Well, that's, that's what... Uh, People think that she's the informer. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say spoiler alert, but this was 1970, so... I was gonna say, don't, don't, you know, don't ruin this for people. I'm just giving, I'm giving an overview. I'm not gonna go into all the details. I'm still, I'm still gonna tell them it was actually her father that was the informer, and he let her take the fall for it, which is pretty shitty of him. Because well, no, no one wants to watch this. We've already said how bad it is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and you're ruining it for them. It's, it's not bad. There's just a couple of problems I have with it, but the scenery in it is beautiful, and it's fully understandable oh, it's why, it put, why it put Dingle on the map. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, moving on. So Ryan's daughter is considered an epic love story, has a super sad ending. And uh, speaking of spoilers, I know because even though I didn't finish it, uh, I read how it ends. Don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to tell, though. I don't want to tell. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm just going to move on. I'm going to move on. So uh, you, I, was, I was very stressed about that there for a moment. I was dealing with, <laughs> dealing with a lot of emotions there. 
Now, you heard us talk a lot about people leaving Ireland in our 50 Reasons podcast, but this film actually had the opposite effect. Due to the money it brought into the area and the booming economy um, from the amount spent in the town, it was nearly a million pounds, uh, as my research tells me, you know, Um, the local economy soared and people actually moved to the Dingle Peninsula. So people weren't leaving, they they were going to it. Um, though it got mixed reviews, as we kind of touched upon earlier, the Academy gave it some recognition. John Mills won Best Actor in a supporting role, and Sarah Miles was nominated for her role. So, not too bad there. Anything you want to add before I dive into movie destinations? Or movie Um, set destinations? In the movie itself, one thing that really bothered me was the portrayal of Irish people just standing around making fun of the village idiot all day and running around in a crowd all the time. The mm. stuff was really weird. Like everything that was done or happened in the village, everybody yeah. knew about, everybody witnessed, everybody took part in, everybody this, everybody that. Like there was, you know, everything. They were just all running around together, and there was 100 and 150 people because Which obviously, you know, they had no jobs and they had nothing better to do except wait for the country to be um, taken back from the English. Which, you know, was not the case, obviously. Sure. But, yeah, sure. that, was, that was one thing that bothered me a lot about the movie, and I think that was one of the main critiques from a lot of the reviewers as well. Joe's got but, beef. Joe's uh, got beef, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was. It was really, really gorgeous, and the beach scenes were nice, and the gigantic storm scene was actually really cool because that delayed filming for a long time because they were waiting for a storm big enough to film the storm scene which is mm-hmm. such a, a 1970s problem compared to these days. Just, you know, they just CGI it or they do it in a... Exactly. do it in, exactly. a, in a building or whatever now. But yeah, just that's added pretty in. cool. Very good. So movie set destinations, you've got the schoolhouse uh, located in the village of Dunkin? Dunqueen? Dunquin. Dunquin. Dun All right. Depends right. on whether you're saying the Irish or not. It's Dunqueen in Irish or Dunquin, I suppose. In Dunqueen. I'll allow it. This is the only surviving relic of the film, and a lot of people flock just to see this. And it's beautiful. Um, it's definitely worth checking out, taking some photos or two, and feasting your eyes upon it, as they say. Then you've got Minard's Castle, which is also located on the Dingle Peninsula. It's referred to as the tower in the movie, and it overlooks the beautiful North Atlantic. It overlooks the beautiful North Atlantic and some of Ireland's rugged cliffs. When we say the Dingle Peninsula, what we really mean is the beach between Sleahead and Dunmore Head, which does not mean anything if you haven't been to Ireland, but it definitely helps geographically when you're trying to navigate yourself, so it's always good to be more specific. Then we've got the Cliffs of Moher, which are featured in the opening scene. So many things that we could say about the Cliffs of Moher, um, and I think we have said a lot of them, so you'll have to check out things we've said before. And so many things we could say about the Dingle Peninsula as well, but, you know, uh, we're just going to move on and say that they're in the movie, they're great, you should check them out. And uh, next up, you've got the Bridges of Ross in County Clare. This used to be a trio of actually natural sea arches, but then two of them fell into the sea, so technically only one remains, uh, but uh, the name's still plural because that's Ireland for you. That's how they do things. The Bridges of Ross overlook the natural harbor of Ross Bay and are considered one of the best sea-watching sites in Europe. And I, I actually 
was at the Bridges of Ross last year, I think, for the first time. Um, Very good. This Very was, good. I, I tell this story all the time, so I'm not going to tell it again. But basically, I was <laughs> driving up along the Wild Atlantic Way, saw this sign for the Bridges of Ross. I said I'd check them out, and I got passed out by the Coast Guard along the way. So I pulled in, let the Coast Guard by, and when I got to the Bridges of Ross, obviously the Coast Guard was there saving somebody who Oh, fell that's right, that's right. That's, that's this story. So I got caught between the helicopter and my car, so I couldn't leave then. So it was my own fault for being nosy. But, yeah, Bridges of Ross are very nice. Just don't stand too close to the edge. As with anything where there are cliffs and water and <laughs> Yeah, that would, that would include the cliffs like and water that, that yes. you mentioned already. Um, before, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Before we move on to our next movie... I would like to yes. give my second fun fact from Ryan's daughter. And that oh, please is do. That I am going to the Jingle Peninsula in a couple of weeks, just before I before I go back what? to Austin. I'll be spending a couple what? of days down there, so that's exciting. I'm pretending your life isn't cooler than mine because <laughs> <laughs> pretending that I that I have half as cool of a, of a next few. I'm all, no, I do have a cool next few weeks because I have friends visiting me this weekend from Ohio. So shout outs. Not that they're going to be listening well, to this right now, but anyways. It's very exciting, Kate, and I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're <laughs> that you're yes. Uh, so moving on, we've got far and away which is a much more recent, um, as far as old-timey movies go, this, much more this recent. Is, yeah, this filmed. is the movie that we had the crisis of conscience over, where we were trying to decide, yes. is this an old-timey old? movie compared to what? some of the ones that we're talking about next week, which are only, like, three years younger. But yes. Having yes. having watched this at the weekend also, I'm, I'm pretty happy that we included it here. It is pretty <laughs> old-timey. For just 25 years ago, you know, so I'm okay. Exactly, exactly. And like the last film we talked about, Far and Away, was also filmed in the Dingle Peninsula, but it was also filmed in the south of Dublin. It was directed by Ron Howard, starring Tom Cruise's terrible Irish accent and Nicole Kidman's crazy hair. So there you go. Cruise, or this was so fun when I looked this up, because I, like I said, I saw this when I was little and I have not seen it since. Uh, sadly, sorry. Uh, Joe Donnelly is is the name of Tom Cruise's character. How I, fun! I did not know that until I was watching the movie, and I heard somebody <laughs> say it, and I was like, "Wait a second! Did somebody just say my name in this movie?" I was I was so hoping this was gonna be like the one that you didn't watch, and I was gonna blow your mind with this, and then you're like, "I watched." It. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that Anyways, was. Yes. <laughs> that was my mind, to be honest, but yeah, I I sat down and watched it, and it was it was very interesting to see. Oh my goodness! So we've got Joe Donnelly <laughs> and uh, Nicole Kidman who. What is Nicole Kidman's character's name? What is her name? Uh, Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Go. You, you just put, watched you it. put me on the spot here. Of course I am. You put me on the spot all the time. It's about time. She's Rosie Ryan. <laughs> That's right. She is Rosie Ryan. I think no, she's not. <laughs> yes, she is. Girl. She's something. That's the girl from oh, you the know movie. I was going to say that is. We that is. Talked about. <laughs> that is. What is her, what is her name? Poop. <laughs> We are just making moviegoers all Her over name the world. Is Shannon. Shannon, that's right, Shannon. Okay, all right, we can even cut that part out if we want to, so we don't sound so stupid. Name is Shannon, <laughs> Christy. So uh, we've got. But the the fun the funniest part was for me actually. Now we're talking about names and main yes. characters' names. 
was yes. the way she pronounced Tom Cruise's character's name because first of all he wasn't Joe Donnelly he was Joseph Joseph that's she right couldn't say Joseph properly so it was Joseph Joseph and sometimes she'd drop the end so it was just Joseph Joseph. Oh, that's it weird. Just, it made me cringe every time she said the name. Even though most people don't call me Joseph, they call me Joe. It was still. Or Joel. You've gotten Joel as well. Joel, yeah. <laughs> so you've got Joe Donnelly, played by Tom Cruise, and then you've got Shannon, uh, played Christy. by Nicole Kidman. Shannon Christie. Thank you, yeah. thank you. They play Irish immigrants who flee to America and eventually take part in the Great Land Run of 1893. So, I know we kind of touched upon accents there. Is there anything else you want to say uh, about these accents before we dive into more about this film? I know I know you took a little moment there, but I, anything I just, else? This I, I is just, your moment. I just wish they could um, attach Irish actors to these roles. I completely they, agree. When they're available, like... I don't know who might have been or might not have been around at that time, and I know you need star power at the box office in order to draw people and, you know, put bums on seats. But I feel like such an important part of an important movie like that, you need to find somebody that can actually do a passable Irish accent. And well, Tom Cruise and to Americans... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. You're, you're right. To Americans, it probably was fantastic. It, it who have not been there, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's whatever, you know, but I, yeah, exactly, I know what you mean now, yeah. And Ron Howard is a director. I do really like most of his movies. Um, this one was, was okay. I was I was okay with it, but the, the Irishness, like even the way it started, the way he needed to really get across to the audience that it was Ireland, I thought it was very... Um, poorly done and I feel like they should consult more Irish people when, when doing something like that in the future. <laughs> That'll be our job on the side. We'll we'll yeah. have some casting agency for <laughs> Irish movies. Um, so and I completely agree with you. I think the accents were very butchered. Um, and uh, honestly it's just kind of cheesy. Like I watched the movie trailer and you know the plot is good, don't get me wrong, but you just kind of want to laugh when you hear the attempts and everything. Um, great actors in their own rights, but not not the best as far as the linguistics goes, I, I would say, huh? Uh-huh. So uh, Nicole Kidman plays a well-to-do landowner's daughter. In real life, uh, this was interesting to me. She would actually have had an English accent, being, you know, um, wealthy and everything. However, the director thought that this would confuse audiences, so they taught her, quote-unquote, taught, I'm doing air quotes right now, mm -hmm. um, to speak in an educated Dublin accent instead, so that it would be somewhat consistent, I guess. I, I, was, I was kind of okay with that. The first scene, I think it was, confused me, because I think she did speak with an English accent in the very first line she says, and then okay. it goes to the educated Dublin accent, which was weird. <laughs> But I was I was okay with that because I know she has an Australian accent to begin with. Right. So it wasn't right. as big a jump for a, like a posh Dublin accent there. So I was I wasn't too bad sure. with that. apart from the pronunciation of Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> My goodness. So let's say that you want to check out movie set destinations very far and away. Well, you're gonna want to check out Temple Lane in Dublin. It's located in the city centre. 
And the area was actually shut down for about three months at least to film just a, just a scene that's briefly shown in the movie. But if you're going to Dublin, and why wouldn't you, it's definitely worth checking out. There's a lot to check out in that area. And Joe Donnelly stays in a brothel that is located um, on Temple Lane, or, you know, at least movie set destination-wise. Then you've got Kill Rettery House and Gardens. This is where the two main characters really begin to fall for each other, and you kind of see that initial spark. It's the beautiful estate with the 17th century gardens. Today, you can take a tour of the house, see the gardens, walk around, you know, check it out. You can go Nordic walking, which is considered a great workout. Or, you know, you can just kind of take in the scenery. You can stroll around um, County Wicklow. They also have this thing called a squirrel scramble. How adorable is that? That's so cute, right? Squirrel scramble. Like, that's just... That's... It depends on what it is. Do they, like... Well, I'm going to tell you. a ball and whisk it like scrambled egg, except it's a squirrel. And there are no squirrels involved, so negative on both accounts. And it's not an adorable thing. It just sounds cute. But it it sounds fun. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There are all these outdoor challenges um, in the squirrel's scramble. You can climb, balance, slide, crawl, do all kinds of outdoorsy things. You can even zip line through narrow passages in the woods um, on the grounds. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not... The biggest outdoorsy person, but one in Ireland, maybe give it a shot, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got Market Street in Dublin. Uh, this is actually supposed to be Boston. It's when the two first arrive in America, and they're in Boston. Technically, they're just walking around the Guinness Brewery, Joe. Fun fact. They, they don't give a very good um, look at Boston, it's basically just like a dark street with an Irish fight club on it, which is not very nice. Um, and not very just, nice lots, just lots of drunk and fighting Irish people. So, I don't know. Which is also not, not the best uh, depiction, kind of like you were talking about with Ryan's daughter. You know, not, I mean, that's yeah. not a stereotype. It is funny, nice. though, because the, the first place they go, basically, is the Irish social club. And there's an Irish social club in West Roxbury where we work that I've been to a few times, and they run events and little dances. And what it is is it's basically like 70-plus-year-old people who go there for a nice little dinner and a dance and whatever else, and there's probably usually an Irish band playing some show tunes. And everybody is in there, and they do some slow dancing, and they're out by, like, 9 o'clock, whereas the Irish social club in this movie was just a fight club where people drank, and there was burlesque dancers and a lot of gambling. <laughs> and fighting, so it's it's very very different um, yes. social club now compared to what it was then apparently. Oh, how the times have changed, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And of course, um, the Dingle Peninsula is a movie set destination, which we mentioned with Ryan's daughter. So and, you can go to movies a, there. I do have a feeling that there will be a bonus episode on that uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh. I've done my little spin around and have so much to talk about, so we will not give that any more time. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Next up, we have Barry Lyndon, which was filmed in County Kildare, uh, the areas of Kells and Dublin as well. It was directed by Stanley Kubrick, starring Ryan O'Neill and Marissa Berenson. Basically, this guy falls in love with his cousin, and then from there on out, his life gets crazy. He has this claim to power, and he rises, and uh, then he falls 
pretty far down. Um, and he's an 18th century Irish adventurer, is, is a good way to describe his character. Though it was filmed in Ireland, uh, duh, we're talking about it right now, so of course it was, they actually had to move to England because, fun fact, as the story goes, the director received word from the IRA that they were on, that he was on a hit list for directing an Irish film, um, I'm sorry, for directing a film featuring English soldiers in Ireland. So, uh, boop, had to, uh, had to change locations there. Sounds like the, the time it would have happened. <laughs> so some big movie set locations are Cart- Carton House in County Kildare, Kells in County Meath, which I had the pleasure of visiting about a month ago. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, very, very rich in history and um, charming people. I know I say that a lot, but I really enjoyed Kells. Maybe I'll do a little little something on Kells uh, down the road here for you guys. Next up, Dublin Castle was also used for some of the scenes in the movie. Um, and, you know, when you're in Dublin, why not a check lot, it out, right? A lot right? of history there as well, yeah. A lot of history, yes. Then we've got The Commitments, which was filmed in Dublin. The Commitments Another is one. kind of a, it's just a classic Irish movie, and most of it is filmed in Dublin as well, but it's a, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a feel-good musical from the 80s, and it just kind of shows how hard life was in Ireland at the time, but also how much fun the people still managed to have in spite of that, and how this group of working-class youths kind of came together and made something of themselves for a while, which is just just really cool. Yeah, and they form a soul band. Yeah. How cool. Like, you know, just not, not a plot that you'd expect in Ireland. And I know, I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but, you know, coming from an <laughs> American's perspective, you'd think, oh, Irish music, oh, jigs, oh, you know, florons, this and that. But, you know, just fun, really cool. And like you said, it is very upbeat and, you know, it's, it's a great movie. And then on our list we have The Field filmed almost entirely in Connemara Village of Leenan, which is where our very own Katie has ancestry from, right? Yeah, and I actually spent some time there in the last couple of days. It was around that general area I was, and it it is possibly the most beautiful part of the country I've been to, and that's saying... Really? It's just gorgeous out there. The drive wow. from Renville to Westport... And I think to Lean Ann in particular actually was just beautiful, really, really stunning. Um, so yeah, really, really liked that. And that's a lot of the reason is why, or a lot of the reason the field is included in this list is for that. Yeah. The field is a classic Irish movie and has a lot of stunning Connemara scenery in it, which is which absolutely. And real quick, I will say here, I think I watched this movie for the first time a week before I uh, went to Belfast, just like to study abroad, and I'd seen pictures of Ireland, you know, and I'd seen different areas of, you know, the city life and stuff, but I just got this idea like, oh my god, this is, this is like going to be where I'm living, I'm going to see this all the time, and you do see it, but you're not going to see it, you know, when you're, when you're in a city or anything, so I was a little bit disappointed in that sense, but, you know, that's variety for you, and you'll find it in Ireland, of course, and it's Gorgeous, as you said. So it is time for trivia, Joe. Are you ready? I am not because I have no idea what's coming at me right now. Here we go. Trivia for Joe for old movies. Sending it over now. So we have discussed old movies and what our timeline was and everything as far as what makes a movie old. But can you tell me in what order 
the films, not all of them because The Quiet Man is a given, that's probably the oldest one, can you tell me in what order these films were released? And I will open it up myself so I can uh, look. Okay, so we've got Ryan's Daughter, Far and Away, Barry Lyndon, The Field, and The Commitments. All right. Ryan's Daughter was 1970. Far and Away was 1992. Barry Lyndon, I'm not sure about. The Field I have in my head was 1990. And The Commitments, I feel... It was actually after 92, but it must not have been, if you have it on this list. So, let's say A, C, E, D, B. A, C, so we're going Ryan's daughter. Barry Lyndon. Barry Lyndon, okay, okay. What was the third one? The Commitments, The Field, Far and Away. Commitments, Field... Far and away, you are wrong, my friend. You are wrong. But you gave it a really good effort. You know, you tried. You don't, you don't, have, you. To, you don't have to make sure my feelings aren't hurt. They're not. You can, you can, I just want to know right. the answer now. Here's the answer. So the answer itself, as I'm thinking everybody can see and they can't, I'm sending you the answer. But they were actually released in... I wasn't far off. You weren't far off. So they actually, we've got Ryan's Daughter first in 1970. We've got Barry Lyndon, 1975. The Field in 1990. The Commitments in 1991. And Far and Away. So you weren't, you, I was, you got I was what? actually right, except that I thought The Commitments was a little earlier than it was. I was going to say, yep, I think that was, that you just that was, switched I that just up, I just mixed up right? The Field and The Commitments, that's all. Yeah, I thought yeah. The Commitments might be 99. Oh. That's fine. Well, very good, very good. Good job. Good A, a for effort. And, and, you know, this is just me making sure your feelings aren't hurt, even though you said <laughs> your feelings are going to get hurt. So, <laughs> go. Just going to ruin my day, but apart from that, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I guess so, I guess so. Don't all right, well, me. let's move on Don't to... me. Your segment for me. So I am going to be much more high-tech than you, obviously. That's a given. There's nothing wrong with being old school, though. Is there not? I don't know. There's something charming about it. That's the word I keep using today. It's charming. Fair (laughs) enough. We'll go with that. Can you see Caitlin and Conch episode 20? I can, yes. That's exciting. This is the easiest Caitlin and Conch I've ever given you, okay? So I'll be okay. really, really disappointed if you don't get it. Oh, God. Okay. Slon uh, Whale. Did I pronounce it right? No. Really? What's but the, the, BH, the BH makes the wuh sound. What's the, what's the last thing that we say at the end of every episode? Slonawalia. Slonawalia. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Slonawalia. Okay. So what does that mean, Caitlin? What does... I, f- I felt like I should do this because for the last 19 episodes, one of us has said Slonawalia at the end, but we've never really explained it, and it's a good idea to explain it. And the reason I thought to do this, and I will be doing this probably for the next few episodes, um, okay. it, it might not be directly related to what we're actually doing, but okay. I noticed driving around for the last few days that I do actually know a little more Irish than I thought because I, a lot of the signposts do have uh, Irish on them. And I am able to translate a number of them. So, like, I know what Slonawalia means. And you will see that okay. on signs okay. leaving a lot of towns. So, it's like 
Falcha go whatever town it is that's welcome to whatever the town but then right. as you are leaving the town this on the signs it will say Slona Walia. Okay, okay. So what do you think that means? Um I know it's not like good day or something like that, but I know it's along the lines of that. Um I mean it, it's a way of saying goodbye. It's just got a different Right, right. Um Swan Slonawalia, uh, safe travels, safe journey. Close, yeah, safe home. Oh! So, a is home. Home, home, Slon okay. Is safe, and I'm probably making this up, but I would imagine Slon is kind of a shorter version of this word slauncha, which is basically to your health or good health or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Slon is then safe, so yeah, safe home. Nice, nice. Oh. That's it. That's all I've I'm got. Not, I'm not disappointed in myself this episode. No. I'm actually, um, you know. I was a little disappointed. Well, <coughs> no one asked, did they, Joe? No one asked if you were. That's very high <laughs> for me, my Irish student. Oh, God. Maybe I can get, like, some whatever. You, you should give me, like, a little certificate at the end of this. Like, a little, like, Seeing she failed, attempted. That would be sad. She attempted to learn yeah, Irish. She attempted, that's fair, yeah. She learned a Participa- lot about... A participation trophy. <laughs> participation trophy. How depressing. So depressing. That's exactly it. I think I'm entitled to one, frankly. My gosh. Of course. Uh, so we've got our pots and plans for you here. The tour, uh, for this reason, is Cinematic Ireland, um, which, you know, why not? Of course, we're talking about movies. You spend eight nights on this trip, and you stay in luxury castle hotels, flying in and out of Dublin. You're in Waterford, which is a great area for checking out the locations of for modern movies. Modern movies. That's that's an idea. That's a thing. Maybe we'll somebody we'll, uh, should do a podcast on this. Somebody should do a podcast about modern, newer movies. Anyways, moving on. Then you're in Tralee, where you can check out the Dingle Peninsula. Then you've got Kong as the next spot, where you can explore the Quiet Man film locations and maybe even check out the Cliffs of Moher. Sly goes next, where you can take a break from movies and maybe just explore Ireland's great outdoors. There is a Moving movie on to... really like that was filmed in Sligo that is part of the tour that I am going to talk about next week, but oh. we'll tune in to find out. Oh, fancy! All right. And next up, you're in Meath for a few nights. You can explore Castle Cool, seen in the period drama Miss Julie, a whole other thing worth checking out, and New Grange, which is something old-timey in its own right. Then you end in Dublin uh, with filming locations like The Commitments, um, Far and Away, and Barry Linden. As with all of our self-drive tours, this is simply a suggested itinerary. You have the power to come and go as you please. Um, If you have places in mind that you would rather visit, uh, as opposed to what I just mentioned, or if you're looking for other suggestions, we're happy to help you. You can make this whatever you want, and we can make it that with you. And, for example, if you wanted to do dip a couple of days into the Game of Thrones um, tour that we mentioned last week and maybe do a few days out of this tour with movies you're actually interested in rather than the old-timey ones that you might not be, we can absolutely do that, too. Definitely. You can find this and the other tours we've talked about in our past episodes at crystal-travel.com reasons. And uh, I think I might do the go around this week. How's that? Oh, well, well, oh I'm excited. I don't have one beside me right now. So. I, I would think not. That is all that we have for you today. Uh, but we hope you'll stay tuned for reason number 21, which comes out Monday, June 5th. 
And I was going to say Joe, but now I'm going to say now I'm going to do the bow run. Give us a little drum roll. Reason number 21 coming up. What could it possibly be? We just said old, old movies. What could it be? Reason 21 is... That was kind of fun. New movies filmed in Ireland. You, you need to work on your bow run skills, though. That was... I actually think I don't. <laughs> I'm going to start a one-man band. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be my you job on the weekend. One person at each of the shows, if that's the case. <laughs> my mom? <laughs> or no, just me just playing just you, playing yeah, for me? Just you in a room. <laughs> Anyways, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, we want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50 Reasons Podcast. And find us on Twitter at 50 Reasons Pod. Please, 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 please. please. <laughs> uh, find us on, what is it, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. It was iTunes, now it's Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe, rate, comment, tell your friend, tell your fish, tell your mailman, tell your tell everybody. Tell your questionably Irish friend who thinks that they have Irish heritage but have not explored it yet. Now is the time. <laughs> There you go. And as they say in the movies, that is a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. And as I say at the end of every episode, see you on a while, yeah.